chapter 5, verse 3. He who neither hates nor desires and is beyond the pair of opposites, duality, is to be understood as an ever-renouncer. Hence, he is easily set free from bondage, O Arjun. Acharyaji Pranam, after seeing the fakeness in people and in my own actions, it gets very difficult to love someone. There comes a feeling of hatred. The feeling of compassion does not remain constant. The mind gets affected. How can one go beyond these pair of opposites and truly love the other and the self while in this journey? You see, love has to be understood. We want something, right? We want the ultimate. There is nobody who wants to stop at something small. We want something as big as possible, right? That's the nature of desire, correct? It doesn't want to stop anywhere. Probably it can stop only when it gets something immeasurable, infinite. That's what we want. And that thing that we all want is sometimes referred to as truth or the ultimate. Colloquially, it has also been called as God. That's what we want. That's our shared and deepest and real desire. Correct? So, there are these two. That which you want, which is very difficult to describe because it is immeasurable. If it is immeasurable, then it becomes difficult to name it or talk of it or tell its story. Correct? It's infinite. How do we really talk of the infinite? Hmm? So there is that, that which we all want. And then there is us, the I that wants. There are these two, correct? You want and there is that which is the object of your want. There is you and there is that which you want. Fine, you want something, but why do you make efforts to achieve it? You make efforts to get what you want because you love yourself. Because you love yourself. If you do not love yourself, why will you want to do good to yourself? And isn't it an act of the greatest good to give to yourself that which you really want? Correct? So there are two kinds of love here. Love for that which you want 
the effect and result of that love is that you move towards that and your love towards yourself your love towards yourself the result of that love is that you allow yourself to move towards that you put your energies in moving towards that hmm? the love that you have for that ultimate destination can be called as higher love the love that you have for the ultimate destination can be called as the higher love and the love that you have towards yourself can be called as lower love now you look at yourself and you find yourself suffering and you want to rid yourself of that suffering correct that's lower love it is this lower love that expresses itself in your relationships with other people this lower love remember is the highest kind of love that you can have on the planet okay so if you go to for example a truly loving person for sake of tradition let's call him a saint that saint exhibits two kinds of love one is the saint's love for god correct and the other is the saint's love for fellow human beings and both these loves are very evident in the saint's life at some point obviously these two types are really one but it can be seen that the saint loves both god and the people around him both these loves differ to an extent the difference we have already explained you love him because he is your destination and you love the other because you love yourself and the other is so much like you therefore real carnal love real worldly love is not about trying to gain something from the other or trying to bring happiness to the other trying to exchange pleasures with the other but it is about seeing that the other is so much like you it's a bit intricate please understand you see that the other is so much like you and who are you you are the suffering one why are you suffering because you want that and you do not have that the other two is just like you he too wants that and he does not have that he too is suffering this realization of commonness between you and the other is love now you are suffering so what is it that you give to yourself liberation from suffering and if you see that the other is just like you and he too is suffering then what do you give the other as well liberation from suffering that's called loving the other Are you getting it 
Loving the other is in no way the same as loving God. Hmm? Loving God is like loving health. Loving the other is like loving a fellow patient. These two are different. Loving God is like loving health. Who are you? A patient. So loving God is like loving health. And loving someone else is like loving the patient on the adjacent bed. And why do you love the patient on the adjacent bed? Because you realize that his condition is similar to yours. His condition is similar to yours. Then you are compelled to wish the same for him as you wish for yourself. Getting it? Hmm? Once more, you're a patient. Loving God is like loving health. And loving somebody in the world is like loving your fellow patient. Now this fellow patient obviously cannot become a substitute for health. That's what often happens in misplaced love. Hmm? Your lover or your beloved becomes a terrible substitute for God. In fact, you start saying, my lover is my God. That's terrible. Your lover cannot be your God. You have to take your lover to God. If you love someone, then your responsibility is to take that person to God. That's real love. Now the questioner is saying, when I look at people, I find fakeness in them and then I hate them. But the whole thing should be totally opposite. When you look at people, what do you find? Fakeness, alright? Well done. What do you find when you look at yourself? Fakeness. So the other is you. The other is just the same as you. What do you want for yourself despite all your fakeness? Knowing fully well that you too are fake, what is it that you want for yourself? You want all the good things for yourself, right? You want the best for yourself. So just as you want the best for yourself, knowing fully well that you are fake, Want the best for the other, knowing fully well that the other is fake. In fact, want the best for the other because the other is fake. Had he not been fake, had he been real, you don't need to want anything for him. Then he'll take care of yourself. He has already taken care of himself if he's real. So who deserves to be loved in that sense? The one who is fake. It's like asking who deserves to be treated. The one who is sick. If you can do so much for yourself in spite of your established fakeness, why can't you do a bit for the other if he has been exposed to be fake? Why? Hmm? Now you'll realize why the saints say, जो मन देखे आप ना मुझसे बुरा ना कोई 
when I looked at myself, I did not find anybody worse than me. The moment you see this, it becomes very difficult for you to hate somebody. Do you get the psychology? If I am as bad as or worse than the other people and I still want good things to happen to me, is there anybody who wants bad things to happen to him? No. You might be someone who is to be hanged tomorrow. But you still want to retain the hope that your sentence might be adjourned or that you might be pardoned, right? You might be the worst offender or criminal in the world, but you still want good things to happen to you, correct? So if you want good things to happen to you, irrespective of your merit, then why do you want bad things to happen to the other? If the other is bad, he is only as bad as you are. Or let's say the other is worse than you. But still the difference is only in degree. Maybe on a scale of perversion, you stand at 5 on 10 and he stands at 7 on 10. But 5 and 7 are not too far apart, or are they? Even if you stand at 2 on 10 and he stands at 9 on 10, still the difference is only of degree, not dimension. Hmm? Standing at 2, you want the best. Or you want at least something good. Please. The other is so much like you. Hmm? So then, worldly love can come only when you see that at the level of Prakriti, we are all united. And most of us are hardly anything above Prakriti. He gets angry, so do you. Maybe the objects of anger are different. Maybe the intensity is different. He is lustful, so is he. Maybe the objects are different. Maybe the intensity. She is possessive, so is she. He is suspicious, so is he. He is ignorant. So is he. Maybe the degree is different. That's all. Aren't we all the same? Hmm? When the fundamental I tendency is the same, how are we all different? And if I see the same I tendency operating in you as operates in me, how will I be able to hate you? You are me now. You are my mirror image. The difference is, are only peripheral. I go a little deeper and I find that you and me are the same. Now how can I hate you? Hating you then becomes hating myself. In fact, now I can't hate even an animal because the same eye tendency operates there also.
and this same realization is manifested in stories like the one associated with Ramakrishna Paramhans. The story might not have factual correctness, but the story is great. Hmm? So it is said that one day Ramakrishna was near the river, Ganga. Hmm? And suddenly, he cried out in pain. And his disciples found marks of whiplashes on his back. And they ask him and he says, somebody is being beaten very badly. And the story says that the, that the disciples found out that some fellow was being whipped just a little distance away. And such was Ramakrishna's sense of unity with all existence that the blows raining on the other were showing up on his own back. Medically it is not possible, obviously. But do get the symbol. Please see what he is saying. Peer saban ki ek si jo jane so peer. The one who realizes that the suffering of all is the same, he can be called as the sage. Peer saban ki ek si jo jane so peer. Are you getting it? In Prakriti is a lot of suffering. Because the I remains attached with Prakriti and keeps feeling suffocated. Getting it? That's the real meaning of love. To love is to see that the other is in trouble. To love is to extend a helping hand. Love is not about admiring somebody's physicality or using someone for some means. Love has to be an exercise in compassion. Hmm? So, I often say, when you relate to the other, relate either to uplift or to be uplifted. Only two kinds of associations are right in this world. If you associate with someone who is at a higher level of consciousness, then hold his hand so that he can uplift you. And if you associate with someone who is at a lower level of consciousness, then hold his hand to uplift him. Any other kind of relationship is junk. Hmm? 